to the okay. end of the road <laughs> still no, I, I can't let go, go. it's so natural you belong to me belong I belong to you Yeah, I'll be here every uh, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> 10 o'clock. Yeah, we do not own the right to that song. <laughs> t- and, and don't forget, and don't, and don't, don't just walk by the tip jar neither, man. <laughs> Yo, what up, what up? Welcome to the Norm Part podcast. Last episode. Yo, season road, two, Genesis. That's it, man. Man, y'all remember <laughs> when it started? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You gotta hit him with the Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, his little bag walking. Yo, man, that's, he, just that's finished, just... he just finished tearing the place up. Yo, man, we're gonna we're gonna finish with Genesis, man. I'm a little sad, yeah, man. One more chapter. I'm a little sad, man. Yeah, man. Remember how it started? Aside, man. In the beginning. In the beginning. There's and more books. It's There's more books, over. man. Yeah, B, I don't remember nothing, dog. It was like a whirlwind, huh? Yeah, B. It I felt don't like your B. Yeah, I don't felt remember. like a year ago we started. Well, it <laughs> so, almost was. Yeah. yeah, it's been it's been it's been a while. It was a lot, man. We went through a lot. It's been a blessing, though. Thank you for those that have been with us since the beginning. <laughs> you know, um, yo, that's still the book of John, man. You know, if you're listening to this right now, man, just it's a whole nother book we did. It's just not on video. You could go back to that. Listen to that. That that was our beginning. That was so good. it was a little rough in yeah, the first that was few good. weeks. So, you know, bear with us. Yeah, we didn't have Ralph for what three episodes? Yeah, man. It was three. I thought it was two. Nah, it was three. The first three we didn't have Ralph. Yeah. Ooh. I think the fourth fourth don't episode. Even, don't even listen to those. Well, yeah, Ralph I think the fourth the whole, episode. Ralph is the whole squad. So. Nah, not nah, you. The fourth the episode was John three sixteen. I remember that. I think Ralph came before that. I think we I did two on, without Ralph. No, the third episode. The reason why I know we did three because um the third episode was the whip. I'll never forget that episode. When he oh, yeah, was, was like, dying. that whip? I was dying. <laughs> you wasn't there for the no, whip? I, no, yeah, I wasn't, he wasn't I was there in. for the whip. I remember listening to it, and I was at work, and I'm on the floor, and everybody looking at me like, yo, what's wrong with this guy? Because <laughs> you remember the first two episodes took us the first chapter. Because we... All right, you're right. You know what I mean? But by the time we got to chapter two, we did the whip. Mm. And the whip was... Oh, oh man. man. That was hilarious. I don't think I, I ever it. laughed that hard at <laughs> Oh, that was a classic. <laughs> nah, but this this it. has been uh this has been a blessing, man. Just really mm. digging into Genesis and getting to talk about it and just discuss it and argue. Yeah, man. Tell Ange that he's super wrong. Super dope. Super dope. <laughs> hey, I ain't Yo, Ange, 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 baby. How's how's the uh, how's the online dating going, man? Any Yo, updates, you man? See? Bro, it's only been a week since the last update. <laughs> A lot can happen, a lot in, a week, happen in a week. A lot can happen in a week. Nah, it's been the holidays, man. So I haven't had really the time to go meet up. Yeah. But, and I'm starting a new job. So mm. we started a new job. Focused. So, yeah. I mean, but don't get me wrong. If something pops up, I'm going to pursue it. See what the Lord has for You got like another month till Valentine's Day? You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. So, so yeah. Like It'll be like a month till Valentine's, Valentine's Day. The 15th? Yeah, the 15th. Feb? Yeah. February fourteenth, isn't it? Is it fourteenth? Fourteenth, fifteenth. Who cares? <laughs> how to marry? How to marry dudes don't even know when. Because it's Valentine's every day. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 
him too. That's what you hit him with. What 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 do you want me to say? What you gotta say? <laughs> you Johnny Romance every day. <laughs> Son, every day, What's that Johnny Romance? I forgot what that song, man. You Johnny Romance every day, man? <laughs> um, yeah, nah, but Genesis is uh, definitely, like I said, man, it's my favorite book. I was talking yeah, I think, to... I, was talking I, think, to, I think it moved up there in my, uh, yeah. my favorite I was talking to now. somebody the other day, and I used to tell them that, and they started reading it. And yesterday, they was like, yo, I understand why you said it, because now you're reading it, and... Like I said, I think the Lord covers everything that yeah. involves mankind in Genesis. Mm. You know, from family to government to just fate. It's just whatever we 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 deal with as human beings and as a society from day to day. I think Genesis covers it. And you see from his grace, his mercy, his love. And it started off in the beginning. Yep. Yeah. You know, everybody always, like you guys were saying, that the Old Testament God, he's a horrible... Nah, man. He starts off from the jump and shows you his his, his true character and nature mm-hmm. that it's it's all about grace and mercy, first off. Yeah. There will be judgment, but it's but that's not because that's what he desires. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, Genesis was pretty dope. <clears throat> I, I can't even lie. I, I was like, yo, why are we doing Genesis, bro? Can we do, like, <laughs> something else, like Romans? <laughs> this guy's but been then, petitioning for Romans... Since last year, I think the Bible's been petitioning for Romans. The world needs the needs Romans. All right, so we do Romans. Don't, don't <laughs> tell the people. So it's settled. Don't tell the it's people settled. what we're gonna do. Chill, we doing. Five you already minutes, told them. How? Let's you do Psalms. <laughs> you know how many people would love for us to do Psalms? All right. Let, listen. <laughs> you know what? Psalms is that's the most famous book in the Bible, man. No one Psalm. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said so. One, no, like one right. chapter. Psalm not, 23. Not the book. All right, the most famous psalm. Everybody will recite it, but everything else. Everybody knows psalms, baby. Right, right. Psalms, everybody knows But before we get to any other book, we got to finish this one. And uh, we spoke about Jacob's death. He's dying. He's at the end of his life. Um, we read about, you know, the father blessing his sons, um, prophetic, um, you know, it's just him pouring out, finally pouring out into them before he dies. You know, his final words, he was pretty much in his, uh, deathbed. Mm -hmm. All right. And then, you know, we kind of went through, you know, the prophecies, a lot of the stuff, you know, I don't understand it. But it was yeah. it was it was poetic. It was, mm. you know, some of them were clear and some of them were not. But um, I think it's something you know, if Bob, if you're a Bible scholar, to dig into it and then follow the tribes, mm-hmm. you know, the things that the tribes went through and judges and you know, the book of the kings and stuff like that, Chronicles. and see yeah. see you know how it matches. But um, if we did that, it would have been like ten more episodes. Mm. Yeah. But, you, you know. think so? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we, you know, we went through that, and I think Jacob, you know, he put his feet up, and he he was gathered. What a way to go. He was gathered to his people. He breathed his last breath. And, you know, he, he definitely made Joseph promise 
that he would be buried with um, his fathers and Leah, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Leah was the, the one that he didn't love. So that's what we finished last week. Um, so now let's get into it, man. Who's, 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 and you, 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 you set it off? Yeah. One to what? I don't know, man. Say, uh, five. All right. Then Joseph fell on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. So the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were required for him, for such are the days required for those who are embalmed. And the Egyptians mourned for him seventy days. Now when the days of his mourning were past, Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found favor in your eyes, please speak in the hearing of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, Behold, I am dying in my grave, which I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. There you shall bury me. Now, therefore, please let me go up and bury my father, and I will come back. Um, keep, keep reading. To, let's go to 9. And Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, as he made you swear. So Joseph went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his house, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, as well as all the house of Joseph, his brothers, and his father's house. Only their little ones, their flocks, and their herds they left in the land of Goshen. And there went up with him both chariots and horsemen, and it was a very great gathering. Mm. And just reading that, what impression do you have of Jacob? I mean, he started off as a conniving liar. Mm. And through the sanctification of Jesus Christ and, and, you know, and just... Being obedient, you know, you see what how what God the legacy that God allowed him to leave at the end. Like this was not, this was a parade, pretty much for mm-hmm. a, some a great man, mm-hmm. not from the guy that we were initially introduced to, you know, that wore his brother's coat and put the fake, you know, like everything on to smell like his brother. Like this is a different man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the same picture I'm seeing. That this is a man started off. Um, Esau was out to kill him. Um, Laban was out to get him. Um, you know, then there was all these, uh, and the sons, as they were growing up, kind of had some form of despise towards him uh, because of his favoritism towards Joseph. Uh, so you see all this great animosity and, and uh, grief and uh, schism within the family that he brought upon the family because of his actions, um, the way he carried out things, the things that he's, he did. Right. And um, and now you're seeing where it was he brought the family together and you're seeing a life now, not a life ending in just sorrow, but a life that's being celebrated on the legacy that he <laughs> left behind where he came to the point of complete submission to God, you know, where his life was changed after that wrestling with Jesus um, to the point where he's like, OK, I give it up to you, God, God, you direct me, you direct my life. And you see even to the point when he before he went to Egypt, like he had so much joy. He wanted to go see his son, but he's like, yo, I cannot make a move until God tells me. So God superseded his emotions. So you're seeing all this carried out to now to this point where now you're seeing, even in his death now, you're seeing how 
the legacy he left behind and what and how Joseph loved him and how family was being restored. So that's yeah. the only way you see restoration in family. And I, I love verse three, the end of it. It says, "And the Egyptians mourned for him mm-hmm. seventy days." What you think that was about? I think it was more respect for for Joseph. You know mm-hmm. that it was his dad, but the fact that they literally, you know, were were mourning for someone who was not part of their culture or you know their family to right. to me seems that's respect. Mm-hmm. I see an impact. Right. Yeah. You, I mean, he like, spent seventeen. How many years? Probably seventeen years. Seventeen here. years. Yeah. I was. I'm thinking that while while he, Jacob was there, mm-hmm. he, had he had an impact on his family. On his Nation. community, yep, and ultimately, you know, we see like you read, they they mourn for seventy days. The saw Egyptians. The now these are the people that looked at the shepherds as an abomination, yep. and now you see that how they were affected by his yes. um, life coming to an end. So you know, it speaks about his impact, his character, and they're yeah. like, "This is yeah. Joseph's dad," and that's. And that's what I was about to come to is mm-hmm. that like not only he left the impact, but the biggest impact is because this was the father of Joseph who saved our lives. Yep. Not only our lives, but saved all of Egypt and the whole world. Yeah. The whole world was saved by this man that they, was raised. Yeah. They knew they knew about Jacob. You know what I'm saying? And that's so why I said there was the a time, you know, I think he spent like 17 years there. You know, so there was a time that he was there. And I think during that time, like you guys said. They understood, like they seeing Joseph's character and everything. They like, right. oh, this is Joseph's dad, you know. So I think it was out of respect and just seeing the the the, the children of Israel. They they move different. Yeah, they move different. And you know what? And you just just saying that the impact that you have when you come to the point of coming to God, coming to Jesus, that you can make such a great impact Word. where it can change not only lives communities families you yep. could change nation the world by your submission to jesus Word. you know what i'm saying one man did this because he obeyed the lord because of his obedience yeah you saw the elevation of his son and now you're seeing him being elevated also that's why when we mentioned how he blessed pharaoh you know he he mm. blessed pharaoh he blessed pharaoh twice so not just his son was was elevated but he was also elevated yeah. and like you said it was because these men walked close to God and their obedience and their faith and they so, were elevated so now you know thinking about impact what's what's your impact at your place of work mm-hmm. what's your impact on your block in your mm-hmm. community oh. you know in your family if you were to die what would the Egyptians say about you right? mm. Right? Would they mourn you seventy days, or would it be? Uh, you you understand what I'm saying? You understand no, where I'm going with? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. How we were talking about, um, you know, legacy. This this whole thing of legacy, and going through the life of Jacob and seeing his transformation, and his his will being broken and bent till the point where he was Israel now, and now we're seeing the effects of that. Right mm-hmm. towards this is the end of his life, just the final leg, final few years, and this man still had an impact in his surroundings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was big, like you said. I get the picture of like everybody this was a mourning. Deal. This is a big deal. We're gonna honor deal. this man, and we've we've been with him for 
17 years. But the the son that he raised, you know, because of him, we're alive. Because of him. Now we're thriving. You got to understand now, Egypt is super duper power based on, you know, Joseph and, and his his administration of, of, of the country. All right. So everybody prospered. Everybody was able to be blessed mm-hmm. because of Jacob, you know, because of Joseph. So, mm-hmm. you know, when we apply that to ourselves, like what's what's our impact in society? What's your impact on social media? What's your like you could apply it everywhere. Yeah. You know, what are people what are people going to say about you? And you know what? You don't even have to go to a grand scale in terms of like society, social media. You could just go into just the small impact. Of, what's your impact on your family? Word. You know what I'm saying? As a, I think that's the most important. That's part. the most important thing. Like, how are you washing your wife in the Word of God? Mm-hmm. Is she being renewed, refreshed when she come home? She know this is a place of peace. This is a place of joy because I know my husband is a is a man full of integrity, filled with honesty, filled with the Spirit of God, and he's gonna protect us take care of us he's gonna teach us he's gonna wash us with the word of god Mm -hmm. you know how do your children look up to you you know is this a person man or woman of god Mm -hmm. or as a wife are are you at that place of rest a place of peace where you you bear the spirit of god the marks of god the Mm -hmm. marks of the cross where you're constantly showing grace and mercy um and that submission that god has called you to do and children like how are you the children being obedient and being submissive and learning and growing and being sanctified regularly and daily. Mm-hmm. You know, just the impact in your house could make a tremendous effect because then uh. your children's going to go out there and be in the school system and they have to impact other children. Your wife being out there and have to impact other women. Your husband being out there having to. So you see how it starts in the home. Just that impact itself carries so far. Now, you know, now the children could impact through Zoom because. Too soon. Zoom to zoom. Too soon. Too soon. Nah, man. You'll be this is the last episode. We might get raptured. You you thinking about next season? Nah, but nah, I totally agree. Yeah, man. You know, and I always think about when Jesus says, "Being faithful with the little stuff." Yeah. All right. Once you're faithful with the little stuff yourself first <laughs> if you have a family your family your wife your kids and then you know you could be faithful in the bigger things the Word bigger responsibilities right. nah, but you gotta talk. start start with the little stuff man and baby steps and that's all it is man because i mean again we, we're not be the lord he's gonna he's gonna honor everything man you know, so whatever you're responsible for, just like we always say, just be responsible for it. Just be responsible for what the Lord has over you, so, has you in. So you could be in charge of a Sunday school, you know, yeah. while you have an impact on them kids, you know, like the, the, the little lives that you have in front of you every Sunday. Are you sitting there being um, devoted to that? Are you really preparing to teach these kids? Because you're laying the foundation. You know, I always think of Sunday school, how important that is, yeah. man. Because you're giving these kids the tools very early to go out there and deal with the madness of the mm-hmm. world. So just be faithful in whatever the Lord has in front of you, bro. And I honestly believe we're we're going to understand the impact on the other side. Always. I know, that's why I never worry about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I never worry about it. Like, you know, Word even up. even Jesus Christ said, all right, nah, you guys are going to do greater things. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. So when you get on the other side, 
that's when you're going to fully understand. understand. Like, yo, you don't understand when you shared the gospel with this person that it caused this and this domino effect, that's it. this right. chain reaction that, you know, earned you all these crowns, right? earned you this parade. So you get to heaven, they're going to be like, yo, this is Ange. He recorded that song and that song touched my heart and right. fam. And I got set big on crown. fire. Big crown. Big crown. Big crown. Big, 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 big crown. crown. Now go out. <laughs> big crown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, here comes a man like Ange. <laughs> <laughs> see Ange coming through. Yo, yo. You see how Ange glow when he hears crowns? He loves it. Yeah. I'm about to call you Filthy Crowns. Yo, <laughs> Filthy Crowns? That's a nice, I like that one too. That's going to be your new alias. But, <laughs> but, but yo, while you bring that up, that just reminded me of this quote I read. It said that um, in talking and dealing with service, like when you mentioned about like teaching Sunday school and all these things. Um, so the quote went, it said, every room you enter is a room in his temple. Every vessel you touch is as holy as a vessel of the Last Supper. Every act is noticed by him as breaking the alabaster box. So every little thing, you may seem little to you, but it is glorious what's happening on the other side from eternity. Right. You know, because, um, you know, you may seem little like, you know, I, and I look at like, so like my, my wife teaches um, Wednesday Bible study to the kids to kindergartners and she puts in that you know she prays for the kids right. you know she studies for the kids she come up with all these little things and i see the joy brings it when she says yo he I, you know actually understood what i was saying yeah, and she just constantly prays for them mm. and seeing that that child is gonna yo yo by her prayers something's gonna happen yeah definitely, you know and man. it's these little things again like i said i think it's the bigger picture like when you start to understand the bigger picture, you're allowed to have more love, more grace, and you're yes. allowed to be more faithful. Like, and it goes back to just having faith in the word of God. Like you said, like dog, when you understand that this is going to impact eternity, mm -hmm. you know, it's like Burley always say that Burley's like, you'll be, I, I got to go out there and I got to preach. I got to preach. I got to preach because he has this understanding that it's about eternity. It's not about now. Yeah. You know, so every track that I give out, every time I go out there and I preach the word of God, it's not about the right then and now. It's about eternity. When I get back there, I'm going to understand. And there's one thing he told me that just always, it always, it, it just, it, it changed me when he was like, you know, my biggest fear is to get over there and realize, you know, Christ be like, yo, this is all the stuff that I had planned for you, <laughs> but you wasn't faithful. <laughs> you know, he was like yeah. that. He said he, that's his biggest fear to hear. And that always made me like anytime I was scared to let's say share or do something, I was like, "Yo, be I don't want to go on the other side." Christ be like, "Yo, be that was the plan," and you know what I mean. You ain't go through. Like I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, I'm not saying that's how it works over there, but just the concept of not disappointing the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. All right, where well, we stop that? Um, um, nine. So we're at ten, right? Yeah, let's go ten yeah. to fourteen. Then they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Jordan, and they mourned there with a great and very solemn lamentation. He observed seven days of mourning for his father, and when the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning at the threshing floor of Atad, they said, This is a deep mourning of the Egyptians. Therefore, its name was called Abel Mizraim, which is beyond the Jordan. Where to? Uh, 14. 14. 
So his sons did for him just as he had commanded them. For his sons carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, which Abraham bought with the field from Ephron the Hittite as property for a burial place. And after he had buried his father, Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brothers, and all who went up with him to bury his father. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jacob was, you know, he held on to the promise, you know, till the very end. Even with his burial, bury me in the land, bury me in the land of promise, bury me with my my fathers. So um, the Canaanites observe this morning this procession and they they thought they were egyptians what do you what do you guys think of that i mean it's probably because the number of egyptians outnumbered the israelites yeah, that were there it's possible. You know, so yep. they to the naked eye they saw that the majority of the people were egyptian yeah that's true so now you you see it's probably there was a lot of egyptian that traveled with them Oh, for, yeah. for the burial, right? It Probably gave him, yo, the whole caravan, there. protection, guards, servants, <laughs> all of that. Again, just just a testimony, a witness mm. to it, Jacob, yeah. you know, towards the end of his towards the end of his life, which is which is great. I um, any other thoughts? Nah, I'm just, I don't know, man. Just reading Genesis again, um, something is just. I'm just so drawn to the deaths of these people. Like, you know, how the Lord always mentions it and puts so much emphasis on how they were buried, where they were buried, mm. the importance of it. And again, I just, like you were saying before, I think, I think it's just a testament to your life. You know, like being respected by the Egyptians. Like, I'm really reading this now again, and I'm like, you know, the Egyptians mourned, you know, the Canaanites, th- it was so big, the Canaanites thought it was something Egyptian. And I'm like, this is one man, but he had such an impact and i think that's why the lord always kind of goes into depth and describes you know when somebody dies somebody who's a prominent especially in the word of god is you'll be it, it's always a testament to their life like your death is always a testament to your life mm-hmm. and to see all this whole procession and everything that you know things that come in before and after is though jacob was and it's it's like though he had an impact people God, what's that verse where um, you're just not a respecter of people. You would think Abraham would get this great type of, you know, burial because of who he is. And that the Lord started the promise with him. And it wasn't him. It wasn't Isaac. It was Jacob, you know, who got mm. this humongous, you know, sort of a rounding of, of applause, a standing ovation for his mm. life. You know what I mean? And uh, what I what I see here, too, with the Canaanites, that this was such a humongous thing that they were witnessing that they was like oh we have to name this place mm. because of it because right. it, you know what yeah. i mean like why else would they <clears throat> name it it was just there. such a huge you know thing to, to what they were envisioning happening in front of them that they were like yo we have to name this you right. know so it's just crazy who the, who the lord uses because like i just keep going back to how he how we were introduced to this kid um you know when he was a young kid right you know he Reading this, it's like we were, we were there for his whole life. And that's just the beauty of the Bible. Right. You know, like, um, but yeah, man, it's just, you. this is something I wish I was there to, to witness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is big, man. All right, let's go 15 to 21. When Joseph's brothers 
saw that their father was dead, they said, Perhaps Joseph will hate us and may actually repay us for all the evil which we did to him. So they sent messengers to Joseph, saying, Before your father died, he commanded, saying, Thus you shall say to Joseph, I beg you, please forgive the trespass of your brothers and their sins, for they did evil to you. Now please forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Then his brothers also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we are your servants. Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, in order to bring it about as it is this day, to save many people alive. Now therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones, and comfort and he comforted them and spoke kindly to them mm. okay <clears throat> that's why you were mentioning before yeah that's why i said what i said so thoughts you know what they you seen that they still was holding the guilt i think that you were mentioning they were still holding the fear mm-hmm. and part of that was like okay uh what's preserving us is that it's link our, that chain link our father is our father mm-hmm. because he loves dad and he was the favored and now he's gone. Now he could easily retaliate against us. Right. So you see, they're still bearing the burden. I mean, the, the burden of the guilt that they held for 22 years. So now you're seeing the effects of it, how how it does affect people. The guilt-ridden conscience and not really understanding forgiveness. You think Joseph really said that? Or you think it was made up? It was made up. What do you mean? Made up? Oh, Jacob? Yeah, yeah, J- I, I mean, Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, do you oh, think yeah, Jacob, pops it was made that? up? Um, so the problem was them fully accepting the, the, the grace, right? Yeah. The grace, yeah. Not only did you get the grace, not only were you forgiven, you, you got provided you for got, yeah. you got what you didn't deserve. Right. 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 Which was land, which was possessions, right. which was gifts. Right. So you got all of that. All right. And you still struggle with accepting that. And I think that's a problem for a lot of people. Right that's now. Christianity. Once you give them the gospel and you're yeah. like, nah, this is the gospel. They're like, nah. nah. It's hard for them to, and the, that goodness, that goodness of God, right? The free gift is hard to um, accept. accept that. Why, why is that? Well, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, that's why pe- Christians who walk around thinking they can lose their salvation. What type of life is that? Mm-hmm. To wake up and not know if you lost your salvation while you were sleeping because you had a bad dream. You know what I mean? Like, dude, that's not the Jesus. That's not the God who we serve. And, um, yeah, so that I was going to say something else, but I totally yeah. just blacked out. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> no, no, that's It, a, it that's happens. A, <laughs> no, that, no that's, that's a great point um, because that holding, that holding that in, why do you think mm. it's hard to accept the grace. It's pride. Nah, yeah. is it? Yeah, so? B, it's pride. B. It's that's what it's rooted in pride. Yeah, it is. For me, I just know how filthy and disgusting I am, and why would God want? Right, to because save you're looking like at me? it. You're looking at it as towards you, and that's why I always say, "Thank God I'm not God," because if I was God, I know exactly what I would do to me. But yeah. it's not rooted on you. It's rooted on God and his character and who he is. So you have to accept God for being good, God for being merciful, God being full of grace and full of love. And when you fully accept that and come out of yourself, 
Dog, that's when you're going to see the grace of God. Because when you sit there, oh, I'm not good enough. Yeah, you're not good enough. That's why it's not on you. But that's, <laughs> but that's, that's pride or you that's know, the understanding? Nah, it's no, pride. It's, you know, it's almost uh, like saying, it's, it's almost yeah. like saying, hmm. Because if you do why, something good, why then would I, then I, I deserve it. Go ahead, mm. Say that again? That, that means it's like, because yeah. it's like, when I do bad, I don't deserve it and I should go to hell. So that means if you did, if you was good, or you was walking that line, then you start to, you know, yeah. I, when you get blessed, now I understand why God blessed me. Because yeah, man, I'm, I'm doing my thing. Or, or you're saying mm. you're you're really talking about the the work of salvation, what Jesus Christ did, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all about Him and the work that He did, right. Right. and the work that He did is greater than any mess that you did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So He was able to cover, shed His blood to cover that and you know if you be like man i can't how you know i'm this i'm that just like you're saying listen yo what you did wasn't enough or but i don't think i think that's more of an understanding because it it takes pride pride is what stops you from coming to the cross Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. no thinking that you don't need jesus i'm prideful i don't need that but when Mm -hmm. you finally do come to the foot of the cross because you you understand what you are, mm. then I don't think that it's to, mm. it's pride that's stopping you from that's making you feel as if you're not worthy. I think it's just not understanding, like Mike was saying, God's point of view to us. So to I just don't see how it how it's pride, and maybe I'm wrong. You know, yeah. I'm wrong a lot, but no, I'm just I, saying. I get what you're saying. I don't yeah. like. You know what I mean? No, I totally get because it it's like I could see the pride where the person say, "Nah, that's just wait. Nah, I don't believe it." that's too good to be true you know and that whole aspect of like i'm yeah i, I don't want i don't want to deal with this uh because it doesn't make sense to me yeah. you know um the way is that that prideful of not coming to the point of like submitting and i do see it's like when you do get to a point where you, you are humble and you're like yes you know i do need a savior but i just don't get this grace and you don't yeah. understand and that's where a lot of people where that's like i Paul had to put in that that's a scripture. There is no condemnation, therefore, right? Yeah, when you are in Christ, Christ Jesus. yeah. Because the thing, there's a lot of people that still struggle with it, you know, with the grace that's being merited, that's being credited to them. You know, they they still struggle with that and don't understand how the East, you know, since has been separated as far as East is from the West. They they do they struggle. Like, for example, um, I was sharing the gospel with this this young dude. And, and like the way the whole the way the conversation started, like you know we were talking da da da, da and then he brought out, oh I'm afraid of death or something like that because we was talking about the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and I said why are you afraid of death? He's like because everybody's afraid of death. I don't want to die, and I told him I'm not afraid of death. Mm-hmm. I was like the reason you have this fear of death is because your conscience is bearing witness to you that you're not right with God, mm-hmm. so that's why you fear death, mm-hmm. you know. So and I think the same thing with like I think a lot of people don't understand that grace. Because, you know, they have not fully submitted their conscience to the point of what have God's work is so much greater than their works. So now they start mixing it all in like, I got to do something and not really understand that true grace. You know, yeah. like the difference between like, yo, break down the difference between mercy and grace. Because I know there's probably a lot of folks that don't. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. Right. Grace is getting what you don't deserve. Right. So. And I think a lot of people just struggle with grace, man. I mean, the scripture says you have to grow in grace. Yeah. Like, that's something that we're always, even when we get into the kingdom, we're, I think that's something that's still going to be 
mm. understanding the grace of God because you got to understand God is going to be blessing us constantly in the kingdom. And mm. again, we're going to be like, yo, you know, that's why everybody's going to bow, throw their crowns. We're not worthy to the king of kings. But the reason is just something with yeah. me. The reason why I think is pride is because, again, that is the center of the gospel. Yeah. Like, dog, you okay. are not worthy, you right. know. You don't deserve none of this. So I just feel like when you get to that point, it's like, you know, oh, you know, oh, like like how the, the, the brothers was feeling. Maybe, you know, maybe God is still looking. You still thinking uh, it's something that you're doing. You still thinking that it's something yeah, yeah, that has to do yeah. with you. Yeah. And I think that's the enemy yeah. because that is not the gospel. The gospel is totally on the finished work of Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's man. because yeah. of his love, his grace, his mercy right. that I'm in that position. So anytime I think like... Oh man, I'm not. That's the enemy. Yo, if you, right. whenever you insert yeah. yourself into the equation, self is right. It's so pride. It's, it's already a yeah, mess. So now, yeah. let's if we use the example of these guys, right? Now they're saying, all right, now that our dad is dead, he was the one that was holding back, and it ain't uh, the it ain't judgment, so right? right? So I believe, yeah. you know, I'm thinking like, because that's what you would have done. That's it, mm. right? Because if you was Joseph, I would have killed y'all. <laughs> For what y'all did. Look what he says. Right, right, it says, right, right. it may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back of all the evil that we did to him. So it's like payback. Like we did that and we know how we are. So but we would, that's why I said, so, thank God I ain't God. Right. So now, so now when you're thinking about it, like, yo, how could, that's because you're thinking if you was God, you'd be looking at yourself like, yo, not, but you're not. You're not. Right. God is God. And yeah. the sacrifice that he, he did yep. is greater than any madness you could you could think about and they also didn't understand or trust in the promises that their dad had literally just told them Mm -hmm. what was going to happen to them in their Uh, end times you see how now you see how the enemy i know that's why it's an understanding (laughs) thing to me it's a confusion how he works with your mind but they were just told how they were going to end their days and how their tribes were going to be blessed or not Mm -hmm. and they're over here thinking oh no now now our brother's going to kill us so 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 a question would it be a faith thing a belief thing yes right because yeah. you know faith comes through hearing and hearing and by the right? word of god they got i'm using them as an example joseph was like yo y'all good yeah. do yeah. you believe that that's right it. Mm. that's yeah it's either you believe and not only that not so, only yeah. did he tell them that he showed them the evidence Facts. that we're good right yeah we're, yo here's right. the gifts yo here's yo go back and get pops yeah, Jesus Christ came and said, "Your dog, I love you. I love you so much. I'm gonna show you how much I love you that I'm gonna die on the cross for you. Do you believe that?" So, that's that's the faith, and what's blocking that faith, that growing in in faith and growing in grace, I believe is just the pride because you putting yourself in the equation and that's all it is you'll be is when I stop looking at the cross is when I feel like yo I don't and then I'll be like (laughs) you know it's not until you get back in the word or you 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 but and you like your dog that's what it was never about that but you done beat yourself up the whole week because you done Mm -hmm. dropped the ball somewhere right and it's not until you listen to the word and you get that Again, you hear the word like, it's not about you, B. It's all about what I did on the of cross. Course. And then your perspective get yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. You know, because what happens is that it's very easy for, for people to make Christianity about performance. Yep. And it's not about performance. Works, it's, B. It's always about mm-hmm. a relationship. And the thing is, is that once you see the gospel on the light of, 
on on an earthly base, you do get it confused, and then you start inserting yourself mm -hmm. in it. But the gospel starts in heaven. It starts from eternity. God the Father loved God the Son yeah. and said, I'm going to choose a people for you, and you're going to die for them. It never started with me. It never started with you. And know? you know you it the worst. It always started with, you know, what yeah, God the be... Father and his relationship to the Son. And he knows you the worst. Right. Like, he knows that already. So it's like, again, you're beating yourself up because yeah. you you really think it has something to do with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And every time I get there, that's the first thing. I'm like, dude, dude, it don't got nothing. That's <laughs> right, why right. I be like, your Lord, just take me now because right. I already know. And again, like you said, it's about believing in his word. Right. Like when he says, you're already seated with heaven in heavenly places. Do you believe that? You know what I mean? As you walk this walk, do you believe that? And as, as more you lean towards that, the more you're going to move like that. Right. Because listen, you could, you could listen to the word of God that's telling you you're seated in heaven yep. that's telling mm. you you're you're the son of God that's telling you you're holy you're sanctified or you can listen to the world yep that's right. you the world is also telling you a whole bunch of other stuff that's okay. right and you could deal with that yep right and that's not getting you closer to God right it's beating you down mm -hmm. it's affecting your spirit right. and it's pulling you away from God and after a while you got to start believing it Right. condemning yourself and you <laughs> right. start to believe it yeah, that's where that, believe yeah, it. that's where that you condemnation because you're from. gonna you're gonna drop the ball a million times after that right and if it's every time it's on oh i dropped the ball and and i'm not worthy and such and such it's gonna like you said it's gonna keep leading you down that path to one day you're gonna be like i ain't saved i don't think i'm right. saved and now you just gone you know what and, i mean and so. you know and just thinking about that is um just a picture of when like joseph when he got upset when um when Jacob put his hands and Chris's hands on Ephraim, he said, "Yo, he got upset and he was mad." That actually gave me comfort. Like here's Joseph, where we've seen a pretty much uh no sully to his name from like from young being just on right. point, perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doing everything right. And you saw you saw and, that that little bit, and that of... little bit, like nah, nah, that what you doing? What you doing? <laughs> and then he was like, no, right, right. And then he right. submitted. But to show you that even he had that. He was, in, he was imperfect. He was imperfect. He was imperfect. You know what I'm saying? No, so definitely. that gave me comfort to show you that it's not about performance. Yeah, it's, not, it's not about us, man. It's about nah, definitely. All right. Uh, where we at? Where he says. Uh, 22. Nah. He says, so, do not fear for I am in the place. For am I, I am. For I am in the place of God. As for you, you. For meant, am I. No, am I. For am I in the place of God. Right. As for you. You meant evil against me, but good. But God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Mm -hmm. I think that's the bar that sums mm. up Joseph's life. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's just not the people from back then, <laughs> because where did Jesus come out of? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just to me. I see that as you the know, world. The world mm -hmm. was kept alive definitely because of the fact that all of this transpired and, and the tribe of Judah was allowed to stay alive and make it through the famine, you know? So, mm -hmm. and I, and I see another typology of just Joseph being a Christ, like a, a type of Christ, because yeah. when the Romans and the Jews crucified Jesus, they meant that for evil. You know, that was, that was the goal. We're going to, we're going to kill this guy. He's, right. he's a blasphemer. He's this, he's that. But again, the sovereignty of God, the bigger picture, God was like, nah, B, that's to save the world. And Joseph understood that. Right. Like what this whole thing that I went through, this sacrifice of my life being sold into slavery, going to jail, falsely accused, 
it all came to this so I could save everybody. Mm. And it's the same thing with Jesus, man. Mm. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's finish up. So Joseph dwelt in Egypt, he and his father's household, and Joseph lived 110 years. Joseph saw Ephraim's children to the third generation. The children of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were also brought up on Joseph's knees. And Joseph said to his brethren, I am dying, but God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land to the land of which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph took an oath from the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So Joseph died, being 110 years old, and they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. Mm. Yeah, man. That's he, it? Sa- he says, so do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. So their whole mentality was like, yo, this dude's going to kill us. <laughs> yo, Pops is dead. Like, it was gloom and doom. And right. Joseph is like. And you know what that also shows? It also shows within the family, right? The patriarch. Like, Jacob was still holding it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was right, respected right. by his sons. Mm-hmm. And they saw him as the glue, right? So they figured as soon as this guy died, everything's just going to unravel <laughs> and right. spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of the blessing, the whole point of Jacob pouring out to them, it's like, yo, you guys got to take over. You guys mm-hmm. got to take over. But they kind of reverted back to this guilt and fear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, you know, we're reading about the death of Joseph and... Um, yeah, his story ending. Yeah, how how long? How long did he? One hundred and ten years. So he ruled for like what seventy something? Because uh, he was yeah, thirty nine. Thirty when he thirty when he stepped up. Yeah, I think he was thirty when he stepped up. Yeah, should be About second 30. in command. Yeah, say? yeah. No, he was around thirty and change. I yeah, 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 yeah. Because like two years into the famine, he was thirty nine. So he was probably like thirty two. Yeah, thirty. Yeah. About the same age as Christ coming to ministry. Mm. Yep. So yeah. it's crazy, but you so, so so now he died at 110. So you're looking at 80, 80, 80 years. 80 years. That's a little and, run, and <laughs> a yo, little yo. run. And you know, and you know what's interesting? Although I forget the exact um, name of it, but the when you go into Egyptology and the whole history, they talk about Imhotep, the one of the pharaohs that you know that made Egypt such a powerful ruling empire and dynasty you know what i'm saying because it talks about how how there was this pharaoh that owned all of egypt all the land all of the wealth that they've never seen before which is you remember when we talked about how like all the servants came and bought the their land and bought the wealth they said there was no pharaoh that ever owned the entire place Mm. the way he did and egyptology they keep claiming oh yeah this guy imhotep and they keep claiming that this dude not knowing that it was joseph that brought the great wealth and the great knowledge while everybody was like, you know, searching and trying to study Egyptology right. and all the history behind it and all of that. Right. It was this dude. It was Joseph. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I believe it. And I and I also see and just talking about what how we was talking about, you know, where it says, Do not fear. And he's like, As for you, you meant it for evil against me, but God meant it for good. Again, just seeing just Jesus. You know that was their mentality. They was in fear that he was that he was gonna uh, repay them, 
and he understood the big picture and he was like through my sacrifice i saved all of you but just he comforted them mm. you know he used that as comfort like yo be be comforted it's not like he said all of that like yeah you know i was used and you know i get it no he took that as a moment to be like i'm gonna provide for you and it says thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them and again i just just like how we was talking, just the condemnation, you know, as a as a believer, you know, you drop the ball, you feel like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm supposed to get judgment, mm-hmm. and it's the total opposite <laughs> with Jesus. Like his true intentions is that he wants to speak kindly to you, right. he wants to comfort you. So, you know, wherever you're at right now in your walk, or whether you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you know what I mean, and you probably an enemy of the cross, understand that his sacrifice was made to save everyone. And his true intentions is not to repay you, you know, not to uh, throw you away, but to really comfort you and provide for you Mm -hmm. like that. That is Joseph's heart. And that was always Joseph's heart with his brother, you know, and it never changed. Even if after all these years, they still felt, you know, he's going to kill us. (laughs) Joseph is like, dog, I don't change. And it's just like Jesus. Jesus don't change me. This was always his intentions for mankind to provide for them, to comfort them and to speak kindly to them. He mm-hmm. has never changed. So wherever you're at, that's because of you. And that's right. why I, I always attribute it to pride. You need to get right. out yourself, bro. Right. This ain't about you. You know, Jesus Christ, he's merciful. He's loving. This is who he is. And if you start to see it his way, then you can come under that umbrella. Amen. You need to get yeah. out of yourself, bro. Right. One thing I like here too is, you know, right at the end of Joseph's life, you know, if somebody asked him a question, you know, would you do it all over again the same way that, you know, it had happened? Because finally he saw God's plan at the end of his life or even before the end of his life. And as a Christian, you might be in, in a place where you're you're in a difficult place and you don't see why God has you there. But he has you there for a reason. Right. And there's going to be a time where you will see that everything that you went through, all those difficult seasons were for a specific reason to save Mm, someone, for someone to come to know Jesus Christ. And when you finally get there, you you would do it all over again just to to be sure that those people, you know, were saved. And I I see that with Joseph, too. Like if somebody would have asked him right there, would you do it all over again? He said, I 100% would have done it, you know. So wherever you're at in life, man, wherever the Lord has you, you know, it's reason. for a specific reason right. to bring him honor and glory. So just right. be patient and just be obedient in that season. Yeah. Yo, I just wanted to throw in um, a few things. Um, I'm going to read it quickly. Just some of the comparisons. I mean, we went through a lot of the comparisons, the typology of Joseph and Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I just saw found an exhaustive list. I'm not going to read all of them, but just a quick picture. Joseph was a shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. Joseph. Joseph was the beloved of his father. Jesus is the beloved of the father. Lived with his father in honor before going down to Egypt. Jesus lived with God before coming to earth. Joseph was hated by his brothers because of Jacob's special love for him. In his words, Jesus was hated by his brothers. Jesus claimed God, um, his father, his words, right? Joseph foretold of his future sovereignty. Jesus did the same. Joseph was sent by his father to his brothers for their welfare. Jesus was sent to the lost sheep of Israel by his father. Joseph's brothers plotted to kill Joseph. The Jews also plotted to kill Christ. Mm. Joseph's brothers did not believe his dreams. 
Jesus' brethren did not believe his words. Joseph's brothers teased Joseph um, as a dreamer. Jews teased Jesus driving out demons by Beelzebub. Reuben has a plan to save Joseph. Pilate had a plan to offer Barabbas. Uh, Joseph was stripped of his coat. Jesus was stripped of his coat, yep. covered with a scarlet robe. Yep. Um, uh, Joseph's his brothers, while eating, intended to slay him. The Jews, while eating the Passover feast, desired that Jesus be killed. Mm. Joseph was sold into Egypt at the proposal of Judah. Jesus was betrayed and handed over to the Jews by Judas. Joseph was taken out of the pit alive in his body. Jesus resurrected from the tomb. Mm. Joseph was sold for a price of redemption. Jesus was sold for 30 pieces of silver. Joseph's blood sprinkled um, sprinkled on the coat was presented to his father. Jesus is our scapegoat, and his blood was presented to the father as a sin offering. So it goes on and on. Yeah. I mean, I could continue, but I, you guys could do the same thing and, um, and find all the... Uh, Comparisons. Yeah. I mean, you got you wanted to throw nah, in some more. Chapter, I remember in chapter forty-eight, chapter forty-eight, sixteen. He uh, he says, uh, "God, who has been my shepherd," and it says, "Who has redeemed me from all evil." And that's the first time redeem is mentioned in the Bible, mm. according to God. So again, like with Genesis, the all the first, like you said plenty of times, Ralph, you're seeing all the first, all the first, all the first. But you know, um, Jacob understood that. Uh, God was his redeemer, just as, as we see Jesus Christ as our redeemer. But yeah, that was it. I'm done. I'm done, 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 done. Done, done. You done, done? <laughs> yeah, man. The end of Genesis. We're done. We did it. Yeah, man. Just the, the last... Bravo, bravo, everybody. Bravo. <laughs> Yo, put the, put the uh, uh, applaud sound here. I don't have, I don't have any. You, know, you got to edit it, babe. You can find it online. Edit. Oh, just the one dope thing, too, that happens, man, is what, 400 something years later? Moses, they they exhume his bones, Joseph, and and take him out to the back to the promised land, right? Because yeah, so he was just, he was buried. I was just reading that he was buried in G Egypt. Yeah, he was mm. buried in a coffin in Egypt, and then four hundred years later, they still remember that they made that that oath to him to take him with them. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that was just super, sometimes it super takes four hundred years <laughs> for a promise to come through. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> for a debt to be paid. Yo, uh, we done. Yo, man, we done, done, done. Listen, yeah. man, we, uh, any, any the credits? Any, the credits gonna roll up, man? Any parting words, man, before we leave the people for this sabbatical? Yo, man, we've been with y'all for how many weeks? 40, what, 47? 46? Something, yeah, something like that. Yo, man, I've been with you guys long enough, man. I need a vacation, <laughs> man. I don't want to see your ugly mugs next couple months, man. <laughs> I need to go sit at the feet of Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's real. Get refreshed, get replenished. Mm. Hear from him. You know, that's that's the. Yeah. I love I love that part. I love the part. Like he said, man, is Mary and Martha. Martha is good, but Mary is the better part. Mm. So yeah, this was you know it's bittersweet. You know, because I love coming here every week, but you know, sitting at the feet of Jesus and getting poured into. That's always going to be the better part. I'm sorry. That might sound a little selfish. You know, see what the Lord has, man. Yes. What the Lord has for us. What's what's next? Um, yeah. yeah, man. But um, yo. But I don't want to see y'all next season. I want to be raptured. Is that off? Yo, for real. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm thinking about see. next season, but I'm like, dog, I'd rather see everybody who's listening. We be 
We'll do Kip in heaven. Yeah, no in part in heaven. No, and it's not gonna be no. Jesus, no, it's not gonna be no in part. It won't be us. That's what I'm talking. No, it will forever be no in part. No, because Jesus is teaching. Jesus, but that's what I'm saying. He's gonna know it all. Yeah, we'll have the big. We'll have it all in heaven. Y'all know what I meant, man. Trying to be all. Um, trying to be difficult. Ralph, tell tell the people something, man. Before we. He's been talking for 46 weeks. <laughs> you ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. Nah, everybody, you know, the parting words. We gonna yeah, be out. We don't know what's what's. We don't know. Keep it short, man. No, I just, you know, I just love the the, the book of Genesis, man. See, it is, it is, you know, it is so clear how the only way, the only and the if official way to understand the gospel. Is to understand Genesis. Yeah. Like there is no way you're going to understand the gospel. Like you cannot respond to the gospel unless you realize where sin came from, understanding humanity, understanding, you know, why you are the way you are. The only way you could understand, you know how people always say, oh, know thyself. Like you get out of here with that. You know, the man, the only way you can know truly who you are is by truly understanding that you are a sinner. And the only way you're going to understand that it's by Genesis, right. you know, it's coming to that point. And then Genesis is that foundation. Like, yo, when we went through the first 11 chapters, that was the foundation to everything. Yeah. Every single thing that you need to understand in this world comes stems through that. And you see, that is the thing that is most attacked in this world is Genesis creation. That is the most read thing in the beginning. And then it stops right there. That is the most read passages in the Bible mm. in the beginning. Because once you get past the beginning, everything else. Yeah, if you could believe in the beginning, you could believe everything else is 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 is, is yeah, easy. That's dope. And what you got? Nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for the what else? That's what's up. Else. That's what's up. Word, word, they, word. They heard enough from me for for this uh, this year. But I love you guys though, man. Thank you for for rocking with us. It's been fun. Word. And honestly, man, if we didn't get the love and support. You know, the messages from you guys, you know, that keeps us going and, you know, excited to continue doing this. You got to hear some of the testimonies that even Ralph just told us a little while ago. It's just um, we 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 the, the same way Joseph always gave it to God. Like we this ministry belongs to God. Amen. You know, and he's allowing us, you know, the opportunity to, to be used through it. And, and we don't deserve that. But we're going to continue to do it for as long as God wants us to. Um, but we do, we're human beings. So whenever you guys like subscribe and just give, you know, you know, comments that keep us, you know, strong in, 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 in this, it, it's greatly appreciated. Word. So if you haven't commented, if you'd like to just say, say something nice, you know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead, man. We're, we're, we're people and, and we, um, we would appreciate it. So, we, but we do love you guys and all those that who have supported us and, and, and constantly, you know, share and, and, and you believe me, we see it and we and we are grateful for you. Yeah, nice, for real, amen. I like that. Yeah, and you know, yeah, like it's bittersweet. This this book was great. I think you know, I I personally grew just going through it. Um, and you know, the heart, our heart, is that people see, people read, right? Everybody read the Bible because we we see. We experience what it it did to our lives, right? 
and we want to share that with everybody. So we, we sit at the table every week and we just talk about the Bible and we just read it and talk about what we see, talk about what we know, yeah. talk about what we've learned about it. Um, and, you know, again, our hearts is that everybody mimics that and do that. Mm. You know, even in your alone time, if you have a family, do it with your family. Because once everybody starts doing that, we're going to start seeing a change in our households, in mm. our neighborhoods, in our communities. And you see the madness that's going on now, mm -hmm. right? So the only way that is going to change is when hearts change. Yeah. Is when people yeah. are being conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. It's not going to happen any other way. I don't care what nobody says. Because <laughs> only God has the power to change hearts, to save lives, right? And he saved our life. And we're kind of putting it on display um, to the world and showing you how. And it's by going. I mean, listen, we've, we've been discipled for a very long time. We've, we've sat, we've read, hmm. we've worshipped, you know what I'm saying? And we did it, and our hearts is that everybody else get to know Jesus. We want to introduce everybody to Jesus. That's right. He's alive. He's a person, an actual person. <laughs> and we just want, you know, young, old, black, white. Yo, get to know Jesus. Yeah. And you know that's 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 the heart of this this podcast and why we do this and you know and I, and we believe that that's God's heart. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I I think I shared. So it. like and subscribe and hit the hit the <laughs> hit the bell, <laughs> hit the Just notification hit the bell. Now I mean, um, I think I shared it with somebody. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I was like, it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. Mm. That's that's how you're getting into heaven. You know, it's not about the knowledge and the intellect. Yeah. And like we go through the scriptures and yeah, we study and all of that, but it's we don't do it for that. We don't do it to know, to have knowledge. Mm -hmm. We do it to get to know Jesus because we understand. It's like the word says where he's like, you could s study the word all day and think you have life in them. He's like, I'm the life. It's talking about me. So, right. you know, the reason why, I love Genesis and I, you know, suggested for us to do Genesis is because from the very beginning, you see Jesus. Yeah. And a lot of people think Jesus starts with the New Testament. <laughs> he starts with Matthew. He starts with Mark. He starts with, mm. you know, they don't understand. No, Jesus was here from the very beginning. Yes. And when you read Genesis, you're seeing Jesus from the very beginning. So now you could just follow and read the Bible like that. That's how we want people to approach the word of God is not to gain knowledge, but, but to get closer to Jesus. Because again, right. it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. That's right. And if you know that Jesus was here from the very beginning, then as you read from Exodus and go on, you're going to be searching for Jesus. Mm. And it's, it's just amazing how many times we saw Jesus through Genesis. He's yeah. all throughout the book. You know, and it's like how we went through John. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was, was God. God. This word is Jesus Christ. He is his word. And Genesis is, I think that was just a perfect example that from the very beginning of the word, it was Jesus. So. Amen. Hold Amen. on, hold on, hold on. Let's hold hands here. Let's, let's close out in prayer. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we just, we just want to thank you so much, Father. Just, you know, I. 
when, when the spirit moves as you've been doing for each and every one of these episodes lord things happen and we know that hearts have been changed we know that our hearts have been changed mm-hmm. um so lord we just ask you lord we come boldly before your throne asking you to change the lives of those people that are watching, those mm-hmm. people that are listening, mm-hmm. that they may in, impact the environments that they are currently in, Lord, mm-hmm. and that your scripture would go forth and that souls would be saved and that this world would be saved, Lord, and that your light would just uh, light up this world, this world that loves darkness, Father. So, Lord, I thank you for my brothers here, Lord. I thank you for the sharpening that happens, not even in, fr- in front of the camera, but even behind the camera, Lord, the the love that we have for each other. We're grateful for that, Lord. We pray for continued unity amongst us and our, our families, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Lord, we look forward to seeing your beautiful face uh, and, and, and hugging you and, and, and weeping the way that Joseph did with his brothers, Lord. Mm-hmm. And, we, and that day will come. Amen. But until that day, give us the boldness, Lord, to go forth in authority, preaching the gospel, reading your word, laying hands on the sick, Lord Jesus, and just being lights to all those around us. Mm. So, Father, bless this ministry. Bless these men and their families, Lord, as we stand before you, Lord. And we just love you with all of our hearts, and we pray that that love would just be something that exudes through this camera, Lord. So we thank you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. We love you guys. Love you guys.